is party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. Tuesday, 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 the most neglected day of the week. Shout unless, out to my good friend, Jana Campbell, 50th birthday today. Unless you're a taco. Then you hate Tuesdays. But do you ever really taco Tuesday, Jennings? I, man, I taco every day. Do you? Any day. <laughs> Hot news. I used, to, I used to actually rank year after year what my favorite food of the year had been. Tacos won like three straight years in a row, man. What's your favorite taco? (laughs) Here we go. Here we go. Beef? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, boy. Howdy. (laughs) The mothership is off to the races. Yeah. No kidding. Here in Studio 22. Yes, tacos. Oh, the euphemism that is taco. Golly. (laughs) Meaty, meaty tacos. Uh... (laughs) If you, <laughs> we can taco? we can move on anytime. Yeah, can we, I can't, can't we just look how red look how red Jennings like got. Taco. Soft tacos. Soft tacos. Yeah, you, you crunchy tacos. Yeah. <laughs> Those yeah. are kind of a thing of the past. You don't aren't need they? to chip they a kind tooth. Of break apart. Yep. You're on a different side of town at that point. Yeah. Uh, if you had to eat one food for the rest of your life, beef pad thai. Beef pad thai. Yep. That's what you would eat for the rest of your life. Spicy as I could get it. Yep. Golly. Talk about, talk about having the runs forever. <laughs> it just, ugh. It'd be a short life, but it'd be glorious. Beef pad thai. That's pretty random. Yeah. Yeah. You guys ever thought about that, Natalie? Ba- One I'm bacon cheeseburger. I'm a, I'm a, like, that's it. Yeah. I mean, if do I get the fries with it? Yeah. Can, Can I have the sides that go it? with that Golly. thing? Like, I mean... Y'all are pretty direct. Y'all are pretty anyway. Well, no, d- what about you? I, I mean, I don't know. I, I would go a little bit broader, and it would just be Italian food. Oh, oh okay. I, I thought you were narrowing it down to. So you get to choose a type of food, not I mean, a general, food item. Yeah. Okay. Pizza. Hmm. I'd eat pizza. That's a versatile. Yeah, that is very see, versatile. Yeah, because you yeah. go a lot of directions with That's that. That's a good point. I'd be having lobster tails on the pizza. I'd <laughs> <laughs> be a medium ribeye pizza. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyway, that is how quickly we digress on a Tuesday. Uh, the world's going to hell, folks. Don't know if you realize that or not. Uh, it's okay, though. We're safe here, uh, right here in the bunker, which is Studio 22, Blaze Studios. Uh, yeah. Has anybody seen Glenn Beck in a month? He's in a bunker. I, I have not. We were in uh, we were I've in seen his Idaho. security. I've seen his security, so he's been here. I don't know. I, I've, so seen, I I've seen Beck droppings. Okay. Like, I've seen traces of Beck. <laughs> With Beck droppings around Ansel here. Ansel and Gretel. I just know whenever he's like gone and not here, there's no more snacks. There's never any yeah. snacks. And because, no more air conditioning. Because <laughs> Craig's not here to to uh, stock up the refrigerator. I can't work under these conditions. Call my union. Get my union rep on the phone. My gosh. Oh, my Lord. Somebody was asking me the other day, talking about unions. They were, we were talking about education. And uh, the, the TEA, the teachers' uh, union, in texas useless absolutely worthless got to reel these unions in folks and these these departments the department of education has never taught anybody anything nothing but yet it exists great policy and all this garbage that doesn't make any sense i say we create a a some, we get like a, a game company to design what looks like this this online experience of all of our kids that the unions can interact with and then we just go open schools and they can think that they're interacting with kids. Uh, it'd be fun if you like sim sim uh, government. Yeah. 
Yeah, like yeah, Sim we can City, expand it them. out from. It doesn't just have to be the unions. Let's do that with everything. With that's everybody. Government. Yeah, let everybody. Let everybody. We build a video game where everybody can play the government. Yeah, and then you just and then you and see the rest of us can live you real see life. the end result of your policy decisions, and you see where it goes. Yeah, right. See what I'm saying? God, we took it from tacos. To- I just developed that right now. We, That's, we, because you, you helped. It's almost like we're living that already. With what's <laughs> in the White House? Yeah. yeah, Joe Biden is a simulation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he is a computer glitch. Yeah, I was gonna say he's a bit he glitchy. <laughs> yeah, I mean he is Max Max head head headroom. Um, the uh, pretty rough. <clears throat> that is a very handsome. Big gulp cup that you have right there in front of you. I'm not advertising. You don't know who it's from. 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the puppet master Mark and Candice the queen. Uh, Candice is now just the queen. She's graduated up. Well, yeah, she's married. <clears throat> People that- send me messages all the time. They're like, do you know that Candice is the queen of the Ethiopians in Acts chapter 8? How <laughs> random is that? And I'm like, yeah, well, that's that's where it comes from. Yeah. <laughs> Candace. Now, now Mark was not previously royalty, so I assume that makes him oh, a prince, not king? a king. Uh, Archduke. Archduke. Of the Ethiopians? Makes sense. Congratulations, Mark. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Mark, well done. Mark now is a royal. He is a royal. That's why he locked best, her down. Best start complaining about America. That's what yeah. they do. <laughs> Mark and Candace Tate. I was going to say, y'all leave Mr. Ortiz alone. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. We got some stuff we're going to get into today. Uh, Far more fascinating than tacos. Uh, I don't know that there is anything more. That's not true. Well, you know what? Some Tuesday we're going to bring tacos in here. We're going to enjoy a yummy taco. It's taken you two years to come up with this idea. I thought we already had one in here, but what if? Oh, yeah, it's stuck to the vinyl of the seat. Hey, what if I told you that you could improve your health, boost your energy, and support a healthy heart in less than two minutes a day? Field of Greens is like is unlike any other superfood because it uses real USDA organic fruits and vegetables packed with antioxidants. Field of Greens can support heart health, metabolism, blood pressure, and digestion. Plus, it's pre and probiotic. It's great for everyone in your family, old, young, or even athletes. Making Field of Greens part of your daily routine is super simple. You grab a scoop of it, put it in a glass of water, stir it up, drink it, you're done. And unlike other nutritional drinks, which rely on only one vegetable, Field of Greens is packed with 18 clinically researched essential fruits and vegetables, plus green tea, ginger, turmeric, and beets. Go to BrickHouseChad.com. Get you 15% off your first order with promo code CHAD. I spell it Chad at checkout. That's brickhousechad.com. It's the easiest and fastest way to start living a healthier life. It's available in the original flavor wild berry, now lemon and lime, lemon, lime, lemon, lime. Brickhousechad.com. Use promo code Chad. Brickhousechad.com. Go there today. We'll be right back. So everybody knows the uh, nonsense that we dealt with back in February with the power grid, uh, ERCOT, here in the state of Texas. Uh, we kind of became a, a laughing stock to the rest of the country because everybody's like, oh, it got a little cold and y'all couldn't handle it. Well, we got snowed in and frozen in and iced in in a 100-year winter storm. And it wasn't that it was cold outside. It was that it was cold inside because our power grid shut down and we exposed the nightmare, which was ERCOT. Well, now ERCOT is issuing a conservation alert 
for Texas electric customers with temperatures in the 90s. It's been higher than 90s. It was 102 yesterday. Did it really get that high? Yeah, yeah. I was camping yesterday, and uh, I believe it. It was hot. It was hot, dude. It was hot just walking in the studio today. I mean, just, just ugh. Like, I'm like, huh, hot. And uh, I, uh, I, Sunday I had to go do that event where I was speaking out on the patio at that Patriot campaign event. And, you know, I'm wearing long sleeve shirt. I've got jeans and boots on, hat on, the whole thing. I mean, I was, I had to speak with a towel in my hand. I felt like T.D. Jakes you know, <laughs> preaching, you know, having, having blocked my head a little bit, you know. Yeah. Lord! There's a fire. There's a world out there that knows Texas is great. (laughs) (laughs) But ERCOT officials asked for energy conservation Monday as temperatures across the state approach their usual summer highs. Texans are being asked to safely reduce their electric use, uh, said the operator of the state's electric grid in a tweet on Monday. So that's great. That is just are they, fantastic. Are these still people outside of Texas telling Texas what to do, just like they did they in February? They changed, uh, if, if I'm not mistaken, they changed it where they only have like six board members now and they all have to be in the state. And like whoopie doopie doo. That's, I mean, it's garbage. They didn't, they didn't change anything. Right. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if Rick Perry throws his hat in the ring for governor. Texas. Really? I was going to say you a think? good selling point for you right now is uh, if you become governor, you're going to build a nuclear power plant right here in Texas. Well, let me tell you the thing about the thing about this power thing is uh, oil and gas is a great commodity. Coal is a great commodity. Uh, you have those coal plants out there running, and whenever the, the the stuff starts to fail, you just crank up those coal plants a little bit and uh, get them cooking. Uh, but you're right, nuclear power, very clean energy. It's gotten a lot. I mean, it's it, it's always been safe, despite what the public thinks about it. It's it's actually a very safe yeah. form of energy, but it's gotten a lot safer even in the last yeah. decade or so. Isn't there one right so. here in Glen Rose? Over at Glen Rose, a nuclear power plant? Yep. thought so. Yep. Over. I did not know that. Rock and roll, baby. Yeah. Texas are using some nuclear power. Of course, it's not as much as it could be, I guess. Crank it up. Yeah. 25% is green energy. Aren't we proud of ourselves that the windmills are... Just cooking. Move those windmills down to the border. Put them right there on the fence, <laughs> and just be a last obstacle when the when they're trying to cr- climb over. They might not generate any energy, but they'll help us with the immigration problem. Exactly, because that's about all they're good for. Especially <laughs> since they're petroleum-based products that run off of petroleum-based products, uh, and they run off of um, you know thirty-five percent of the energy they produce is is used up in just producing that energy. They so, also they also don't break down. They, you have to storm in a landfill and that's exactly right yeah. and those are some big big blades and you just got to bury them how many nuclear power plants are there in texas man i don't know because there's one down in bay city there's one in glen rose for sure and i think there's one more somewhere yeah i know there's two yeah maybe three maybe 18 i don't know might be these are things i should know as governor i think so yeah get into this but i don't believe in this whole uh we got to start conserving energy this this is not only america this is texas by god this is by god texas we don't conserve shit we don't man. i just know when it reaches like it did yesterday it's hard to keep my house at you know below 70 yeah and uh, my house gets above 68 i'm like oh, it's too hot oh <laughs> uh, you and me both man i my- can't stand being in steve's house because <laughs> you're so cold, cold. Oh yeah, my my mine's the same way. 
My wife complains every day of my life. She's when like, when we're in a here. hotel, when we're in a hotel, and Steve's like, "Hey, come down to my room." Hell no. <laughs> That's the first thing I do. Sixty-five degrees. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, my gosh. I've dude. actually called ahead and said, hey, can y'all turn the air down in my room? And they'll do yeah. it. I yeah. didn't know that, but I'm going to know that now for the future. Yeah. Well, as soon as they get enough employees to clean the rooms on time so you can check in at three. <laughs> See, that's, that's, a, that's another issue right there. Everywhere you go, hiring. Oh, yeah. Yep. Everywhere. People Every- don't want to work. People are bums, man. I've been thinking about just instead, like quitting my job and just going place to place and applying because they'll pay you now yeah. in a lot of places. <laughs> I can make a living just by applying and doing. Yeah. Yeah. They'll be, I mean, talk about conserving energy. People are doing nothing. I mean, this is the whole thing, man. They're not working. They're not, they're not going after it at all. Um, It's insane. If a person with initiative could take over the world right now, they really could. So Chad, Mm -hmm. you're a man of initiative. Yeah. You want to take over the world? I'm already doing that. Oh, I'm just talking about the people that are out there bitching about not having anything. I'm doing great. I'm a hundred percent, son. Yep. Watch Chad.com where all the fun stuff is. <laughs> I'm rocking and roll. I'm just kidding. I'm broke as a joke. Uh, the uh, <laughs> please visit WatchChad.com. Um, no, man. I'll tell you, it's it's crazy though. This world we're living in. We're sitting back. We got a Zoom call president. We got a guy who who doesn't engage, uh, doesn't make any sense when he talks. Um, he can barely stay awake and politics is it runs downstream from culture right culture is what determines your politics right and and culture is downstream from religion so what you worship determines what you are culturally and who you are culturally is is how your politics maps out right so what we got is is some major issues where people have become their own little gods, worshiping themselves. Everything's about me, 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 me. Don't offend me. Don't, you know, don't do anything that's going to bother me. Make sure you use the right pronouns, he, him. Uh, make sure was you, were. Was were. Uh, make sure you use, you know, all these little things, and you, you give me gender at $40 trillion in the developing world uh, for infrastructure that's going to focus on gender equity. Whoopee! <sighs> So we're worshiping ourselves and created a culture of that, and our politics is now reflecting that. Very selfish. For sure. Very selfish. Um, it's all about what can you give me? What, what can I want what the government can give me? doesn't matter if my grandkids are going to live with that debt and they're going to inherit an America that basically is unrecognizable and doesn't exist. That's why I keep telling people talking about Texas. I'm like, the future we're building is untenable. It's untenable. Uh, it's you can't continue down this path of ever expanding government and overreach and mandates and debt and spending and budgets that are out of control and spiraling taxes upward uh, and and this culture of selfishness. You can't continue to do that and and have a tenable future. It's just it's going to tank. It's going to tank, people. Yeah, history is a good indicator. Yeah, I mean you watch. It, it happens every time. It will happen to us. It's just a matter of whether it happens now or later. Um, but, I mean, you, you're old enough and I'm old enough to, to understand that we live in a different world today than my 11-year-old kid lives in. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, or we're from a different world than, than he's from because 
we remember what it was like, even just the difference between before and after something like the Patriot Act. We lived in a much, much freer America just 30 years ago. What's it going to be like 30 years from now? Yeah. It's, it'll, be, it'll be unrecognizable if we're still here to see it. Well, in order to be comfortable, we're willing to give up our rights. Yeah. We're willing to give, give up our freedom and our liberty uh, because freedom ain't free and, and liberty comes at a price. We don't want to pay that price anymore, especially when there's a big government titty out there that we could suck on and keep us um, keep our bellies full. But we saw with the COVID mandates, I mean, suddenly there was no toilet paper just gone well what happens when there's there's you know a run on everything yeah it's all just gone lumber has quadrupled in price gasoline prices are through the roof my kid my cousin said on facebook the other day uh due to the increased prices in lumber it is now actually advisable to take wooden nickels <laughs> <laughs> ain't wrong but that's insane man you look at that and and it's like you can't control that yeah. imagine if you were building a house right now Imagine if, I mean, Natalie, y'all got done with your renovation just in time. Really did. Just in time. And I mean, I heard a story of somebody who was in the middle of building a house and a contractor came and said, you know, hey, here's the bill. Sorry, it's $90,000 more. Ugh. And there's, you know, there's no way around it. Yeah. Imagine the people that are in the, that nightmare right now. Um, it just, it's crazy. Well, and Americans allowed their freedom to be taken away, masked by fear, and it was okay. No, yeah. no, no. This this is just to keep everybody safe. Yeah. And and they bought that. Yeah. And you bring up a very valuable point. Fear is the commodity that's used to yes. control people. It's always about fear. So, uh, yeah. I question: Do I want to go this route? That's one of the things why when I take when I go back to the point I made that that politics is downstream of culture and culture is downstream of religion. Um, if if you are worshiping something and I'm not talking about where you go to church, I'm talking about the thing that you value. Right. Thing you worship. I mean, like like, is it your health? Is it your life? We saw a lot of life and health worship over the last 18 months. These people scared to death of each other, masked up, socially distanced, afraid to go see grandma, all this kind of stuff. Uh, it was the religion of safetyism, as I've said over and over again. Had to put on the mask, had to do all the stuff. It's, you know, it, it, I, I look at these people and I'm like, you guys, what in the hell? But that's why, you know, you go to the Bible, the Bible says God's not giving us a spirit of fear, Right. If you're walking around in fear, that's going to lead to a culture where everything's everything's frightening. You're scared of everything. You're scared of your own shadow. Scared of shortages. You're scared of you know. And so, the, and then politics. They know that they can control you. The government can control you with just pushing the right buttons. And that's what's going on in our world today. You're right about the right buttons because they did the same thing. They used fear for people to speak out against. The riots. Well, if you speak out against that, then you're obviously yeah. racist. So people were putting black boxes on their social media because they were too afraid to just say common sense. Yeah. Tearing up our cities is not the answer. Just like rioting the cap capital or whatever happened was not the answer. Yeah. I mean, speak up. We, we, you can't live in fear. No, you can't. 
and and these and these people out there that control you with say BLM. Well, if I don't support BLM, I must be a racist, right? Yeah. Or if I don't support the LGBTQ or, or celebrate Pride Month or throw a rainbow up or something like that, I'm going to get canceled. You know, so right. I'm I'm in fear of cancel culture now. Yeah. Uh, these are the kind of things that that you got to play ball. You got to play ball or you're going to get canceled. And people are like, well, I'm afraid. I'm afraid of losing my job. I'm afraid if I say this or say that, I'm going to get fired. Uh, I'm not going to have money. And, you know, I can't take care of things. Can't pay my bills. Can't feed my family. Uh, I'm going to get demonetized. I'm going to get deplatformed. And And, that's why all these corporations are putting up their commercials and putting up their stuff because they're afraid of that. Exactly. And it comes down to the almighty dollar. Yeah. And they're going to lose out if they don't put their gay pride flag up or they don't put their black matters black lives matter yep. thing up are you already feeling that in this gubernatorial race is anybody giving you pressure about anything like that yet not necessarily okay. um just because we're just not at that point okay we're not at that point um you know right now it's a primary campaign and people are more interested in in you know getting rid of greg abbott in my circles at least okay. uh we haven't even gotten into the leftist causes or the leftist issues That'll come as we get further it's into coming. an actual general election. Uh, but it's a true point. We'll talk some more about it. Hey, folks, we know that last year has brought on some serious changes to us as Americans, as we just discussed. And now more than ever, it is essential to protect yourself and your family. And if you've tried purchasing a firearm or ammunition in the last year, you know there's been an overwhelming demand from responsible citizens ensuring that they're protecting their Second Amendment rights. Well, they're not just purchasing firearms and ammunition. The demand for ballistic body armor has never been higher. And like owning a firearm, owning ballistic body armor is the next step in ensuring your Second Amendment rights. Yourself and your family are protected. If you have a firearm, are considering getting a firearm, or you just want to ensure that you and your family are protected no matter what situation you may find yourself in, please consider purchasing body armor from our friends at AR500 Armor. Shopping for body armor may seem like something you thought you'd never have to do. You may not know where to begin. In fact, you may not even know that you could buy body armor. That's where AR500 Armor comes in. AR500 Armor makes buying body armor easy, approachable, and affordable. In fact, with AR500 Armor, Dot com. You buy it online, you have it shipped straight to your house, and the AR500 Armor has got multiple packages uh, built for citizens just like you. Um, if you're looking for various levels of protection, go check them out. They make the shopping process easy, simple, approachable, and they're always willing to help answer any questions. So I want you to go to AR500Armor.com and check out what they've got. We'll be right back. When is the last time you saw a disabled person on a major reality show? Like every single one of them. Yeah? They're all disabled. <laughs> I don't think you meant mentally disabled. Mentally handicapped. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> oh. Oh. Um, a disabled, but I don't watch reality TV. I can't really answer that. I do. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's one of the big things that they're talking about right now is, is they're just not... Um, they're not, not, they're not enough. putting enough disabled people. Hmm. I want to see reality shows cast disabled people without making it all about their conditions, without any of the 
inspo garbage about how we are so brave when we're literally just living our lives. This would make huge strides in normalizing all kinds of disabilities and maybe even eventually help make the world a less shitty place. Hold the mm. tragic photo montage. Um, there you go. So this person, people are outraged. Can I proffer an opinion here? I think this stuff is already normalized for the most part. Do you just do you do you like make fun of somebody who's walking around or sitting in a wheelchair? Doesn't cross my mind. Yeah, it doesn't cross your mind. Like it's not even that you don't do it. It's not like you're holding back. Yeah. What? Why are we fighting battles that we don't need to win? Why are we creating crisis that doesn't exist? I mean, go back and watch the episode we had Jamie Blanick on last week, last Thursday. You know, Jamie lost her leg in that horrible accident, and uh, we were talking in off camera. We were talking about you know, just the various challenges of dealing with, uh, with a handicap now, with, with the loss of an appendage, loss of a leg, learning how to walk, um, dealing Didn't with the chair. she said she has to, like, have multiple uh, fittings of her yeah, prosthetic like seven leg. legs in. Yeah, yeah. Seven legs in, trying to get the fitting just right and all of that stuff in. So it's not just one size fits all, obviously. And then you got to deal with, you see, what we didn't talk about is her other leg, the the quote unquote good leg the one that she still has they've had to reconstruct that right right because you know it's it was severely damaged as well she could have very well just lost both of them but she's dealing with the chair and things like that and you know you don't she's a good friend has been for years but you you don't just start looking at somebody as different because they're or or or, or better yet they are different we're all different so what yeah. So what? There's I mean, things there's things that I can't do that, that you can do. I don't walk in the room and start thinking about somebody's skin color. I don't think about whether or not they're in a, a wheelchair or, you know, those kind of things. I don't need a reality. Point is, I, I, we don't need a reality show to to remind us. I mean, if you want to cast somebody in a. Yeah, that being said, go for it. Well, but I was like, going to say, if you're going to produce one, if you want to be the yeah, go producer of a yeah. show, go do that. Yeah. Now, to be quite honestly, the logistics that are involved in doing that are a little bit harder. You know, sure. we, we talk about uh, our own uh, Governor Greg Abbott. He's done, uh, you know, he's in a wheelchair. And the. Did you know I didn't know that until about two weeks ago? Really? I, I had no idea. Well, in your defense, you're from another state. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, but Greg Abbott's done a phenomenal job at, yet a lot of people don't, haven't realized that. Or maybe didn't realize that. Well, and Greg Abbott's okay that you didn't realize that. Yeah. He's yeah. not basing his He doesn't his entire find his identity in right. that situation, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's... Uh, Wait, so we're not going to write a series of attack ads on him based on the fact that he's in a wheelchair? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't cross my mind, right? But logistically, think about what they have to go through sure. to get him in places, public places, fly him. I mean, there's... there. Are, so if you're talking about doing a television show with a situation like that, that's... Um, um, Difficult logistically, so I can understand why they don't do. But but the fact that people come up with this sense of outrage, yeah, over these things, I don't. It, it's like we got to stop this stuff. Like you don't know there's a problem. I always joke about saying I like to give people problems they didn't know they had. You know, yeah, and tell you about these things. This is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. These like we didn't know that this was an issue. That we needed yeah. more handicapped people on reality television. Shows. I think this but was they, an issue that was that was addressed in like sitcoms in the eighties. I mean, we're we're well past this. We should be well past this in the same sense that we should be well past 
the racial divide. Right? Yeah. None of we this were until Obama say, came we, along. Yeah. <laughs> I think we need to have, they need to be gay, black, handicapped. That I identify as the opposite sex. Yeah. As if we're gonna if we're gonna do that, let's cover it all in one show. American Idol, all their backstories. When you when you get into it with these people that are stepping up to the mic, all the backstories have something where they've overcome some situation that you know whether it be a lost leg or emotional or cancer or all of these stories have had. I mean, what do you define as handicapped? I don't, does, does it have to be a missing leg? I mean, yeah, I don't know. The Bachelor had a girl that didn't, ha- her arm wasn't developed all the way. She was on the show. She did great. She went on Bachelor in Paradise. They've had all of that. I mean, <laughs> they've ha- they cover it because it's part of, because it creates eyeballs and people are interested in. Well, people want it. stories that have tragedies that have, yes. you know, that meet all those it's, it's, different it has been done. human experience. That's yes. what they want. That's why we do what we do on this show. I'm reasonably normal. Mm. And then I trot out this bunch. Right? <laughs> I think we're back to that mentally handicapped part. Now, that was, well. <laughs> I love it. We just get together and pool our ignorance. It's fantastic. <laughs> Put our heads together and it sounds like a bowling alley. My gosh. Well, I think Be- everyone has their own mental issues. It just depends on what degree. What I've always said everybody's on the spectrum somewhere. That's right. I mean, sure. all of us have a few synapses that aren't quite firing. So uh, That you know. last sound bite will play across the nation before we know it. We just pool our <laughs> ignorance together. I can hear somebody is marking that a, on tape. I've, I have given opposition research so many sound bites. <laughs> so many sound bites. For uh, sure. But that's that's the beauty. But you know what? I'll tell you something about it. Is people are starting to see through the BS. People's people are getting to the point where they are seeing through the media's narratives. They're seeing through these outrage mobs. These this kind of stuff. Cancel culture. The cancel culture. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, John Lovitz. Uh, you know, the the famous comedian. He came out. Uh, let me see if I can get to this real quick. Ah, there it is, right there. The. Uh, I think it's going to take the comedians to lead us out of this. Yeah. Got to get oh, back if to there's doing, enough brave ones, yeah, yeah the brave get, get ones. back to doing what you know comedy's about, and instead of apologizing, I understand that some people think that you know if you offend someone, it's not comedic, which most so, all comedy offends someone. Yes. Yeah. Well, this past week, John Lovitz came out and he said, um, "Comedians will well, basically his his point was comedians will purposefully put purposefully push the boundaries when they're told not to say something deemed offensive." Uh, he said, I'll just say it, it's no different than McCarthyism, comparing the current trend of ostracizing someone out of social and professional circles for something they said or did to the second Red Scare movement of the 1940s and 50s when there was a hunt for anyone believed to have communist connections spurred on by Senator Joseph McCarthy. Uh, Lovitz emphasized that it's a comedian's job to satirize what's going on in society and point out the hypocrites, but cancel culture presents a roadblock in creating comedy. He said, as soon as you say to a comedian like me, you can't say that, the first thing in my head is, oh, and now I have to. Um, He pointed out that there is a difference between making jokes and being outright mean. If you don't have the ability to laugh at yourself, don't go to a comedy club. Uh, I'm not changing my act. If you're watching TV and you don't like the show, change the channel. It's very simple. Uh, I've been I've seen innocent friends lose their careers. It's enough. Uh, he lashed out last month at SNL cast members who demanded a safe space from Elon Musk. Uh, for everyone who isn't sure about the host, don't forget where you were before you got the show. We are all extraordinarily lucky to have been on it. Uh, be grateful and enjoy. 
your time on SNL because nothing lasts forever. I mean, it's a fact. He right. He ain't wrong. Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, I I've had a similar it. situation happen on my Facebook last week. Yeah, your, well, your Facebook yeah. is basically I did, SNL. I, I, no, I just made a I made a I, kind of a funny thing, but it wasn't. I wasn't directing it directly at an individual necessarily, but somebody got offended or didn't like it. Said I was basically being mean. Oh, that's no. every day for me. And but I'm not going to delete my post. Yeah, there's a difference between being comedic and being mean. But even if you're being mean. Change the channel if you don't That's like right. it. That's the whole Walk away. I basically just said it was hard to take medical advice from a morbidly obese, you know, healthcare worker. Yeah, and I stopped being your healthcare worker immediately <laughs> yeah. after that. And photo. I put a meme out that's with t-shirt said feminist, and it said that's a weird way to spell fat and single. <laughs> hey, I'm sure I'm not the only one who's noticed it. The state of our great nation has changed, and with it, so has the world's rock-solid confidence in the U.S. dollar, thanks to our government's out-of-control spending. Many believe we'll see dark days ahead for the dollar. That's why now more than ever, we recommend you diversify with gold and silver. And the only company we recommend is American Hartford Gold. They sell physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside of your IRA, and they make it easy. They are the highest rated firm in the country with an A-plus rating from the BBB and thousands of satisfied clients. If you call them right now, they will give you up to $1,500 of free silver on your first order. So don't wait. Call them now, 866-503-9299. That's 866-503-9299. Or text CHAD, Chad, to 65532. Again, that's 866-503-9299. Or text CHAD to 65532. Get it. We'll be right back. So you remember a few weeks ago when we posted, uh, we put the picture up of the help wanted sign from Reservoir, the local bar that's in Fort Worth, as well as in Irving, right around the corner from here, actually, uh, where it said, you know, hey, um, you know, now hiring lazy asses, now hiring. And if you if you don't, you know, when the stimulus money runs out, right, come work don't, here. don't come, don't come crying to us, you know, <laughs> and uh, the guy who created that, his name is Ricky, his is name is effing ricky uh that's his nickname he's the manager over at the reservoir and um incredible bar and grill over there at um uh, and restaurant over there's one in fort worth off west 7th but there's one right over here i was there the other night and he just posted on instagram a picture of me and him he said uh when you've been wanting to meet at watch chad for over six years and in one year he not only shares your post but he comes and visits your bar thanks for coming out let me know if you need some help with the campaign Chad Prather 2022, Chad Prather Show, Chad Prather for Governor, uh, hashtag Seeking Prather 2022 Ambassador Job, and uh, it's me and my boy, my boys Brian and Stephen Chaco right there. Uh, Chaco's a black guy. Can you believe that? Hanging mm-hmm. out with You're him? friends with a black guy? I, can you believe I have a black friend. Oh. Quote Stephen Chaco I guess you're not racist anymore. Oh, you do have two now. Okay, yeah. You're, yeah. you're good. Yeah. Maybe three. I don't know. We'll see. Quota's getting full. people are so so dumb i wanted to speak to this cancel culture that we talked about earlier because we talked about maybe last week piers morgan getting canceled because he spoke out against Meghan markle and just oh you've said you've offended everybody now you're fired and i think one of the biggest 
you know, representatives of everything diverse would be Ellen DeGeneres. And she's going she's going down in flames. Now, a lot oh, are of they it finally is, getting her. Yeah, she's she's bowing out. She's done because they're saying it was a, an unhealthy work environment. But if you it, according to the staffers who said that, like they weren't allowed to look at her straight in the eyes. Who knows if any of that's true or not? But they were giving people jobs just so that they looked very diverse there. Like Twitch got an executive producer and it still wasn't enough is yeah. what this employee said that, yeah. you know, she tries to do everything right and people still were pissed and now they're screaming and now Ellen DeGeneres is gone. We're talking about a woman, <laughs> a lesbian, someone who has preached love um, from her show um, and she's going down. So, the cancel culture at some point, if you look at this person who is they truly diverse, themselves. it will. this is going to bite us all in the butt. Let comedians be comedians. Even if you think it's mean, it's still subjective. Mm -hmm. That is subjective. And if somebody like Ellen, who <laughs> represented everything that, you know, what we think of maybe the left or is going down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You eat your own Wake in up, situation. Wake up, if you if you're canceling things, it's like this. You know, if you invent the guillotine, eventually you're going to get your own head cut off by it. Mm. That's the deal. Pretty you much. know, you're going to get executed by the same instrument that you created. Uh, that's it's just the nature of the beast. Um, you know, and and I tell people all the time, you got to be careful because one, the joke or whatever the comment, it's not about you. Again, I go back to what we worship. We worship ourselves so much that we think that, that it's all about us. Mm -hmm. It's not about you, right? It's not. It's about, it's just, it's culture and the concept. We should be able to make fun of these things. I got a book coming out September. Am I crazy? Yes, you are. And mm -hmm. uh, we, mm -hmm. I mean, the whole thing is, I, I've sat around thinking, man, some of it's pretty scathing. I mean, some of it's pretty strong stuff where pre-order it now. Yeah, but some of us. Are you sure strong. you don't want to move that release until after your governor? <laughs> <laughs> no, we want to go ahead and get that out of the don't way. Don't worry, the wood <laughs> crisis is apt to do that. Yeah, I mean, it was supposed to come out in August. The paper crisis. Uh, you better pre-order it before book books go through the roof. Yeah. Uh, my gosh. Uh, anyway, you know that's why I've always said I'm unapologetic. I'm going to be unapologetic, and till I'm blue in the face, unapologetic. Uh, I'm not going to apologize for making jokes or making comments or saying things. I'm not going to change my vocabulary or the way I spin things or say things or do things or twist a phrase. I'm not going to do that. You can use all the sound bites you want. I'm not apologizing for those kind of things. Cancel me, kick me off, do all those things. I, I mean, I don't know any other way to be than to be myself. And if I've got to do a bunch of mental and verbal gymnastics to try to get around everybody's obstacles because they so subject subjected themselves to offendedness that you know everything is internalized and makes it about you then how are we ever going to change culture that's the thing it's one of the most profound things you and i've talked about this and, and you put the concept in my head jennings of talking about you know the, the only way what's in my brain can get to your brain is through language yeah and i still go back to that clip we played of barack obama last week trying to pick words so that he can say the right things. Yeah. And because you're going to get caught in a trap. Mm -hmm. You say the wrong thing. You already know you're going to get caught in a trap. You can't talk about anything delicate. 
uh, 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 any kind of complex issues because you got to be politically correct. You got to say everything the right way. And I'm like, screw all that. Yeah. Screw all of that. In a, in a truly free society, there should not be anything that's off the table to at least talk about. That's right. That's exactly right. I mean, we choose where we go and get our information from. We choose where we go on social media. We choose what we watch on TV. You can choose not to watch anything that offends you. And and I choose to laugh at a lot of goofy crap that y'all think is serious. I mean, not y'all, but I'm just talking about the average person out there. You know, we saw that commercial yesterday on the Steve Day show where the guy was a crossdresser and he was trying to figure out how to come out to the world as a crossdresser. I'm reasonably thinking if you're a dude wearing a dress, you've come out to the world. Like, <laughs> and like done. I mean, it's you're out there, right? Um, I was I was at a bar the other night in Fort Worth, and this guy comes in wearing a dress. I'm like, he's reasonably out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I you know, he was he was done up like a girl. He had arms like a gorilla, but uh, you know, he's out to each their own. And, yeah. I mean, and so like I'm, I'm just I have to do a little chuckle because I'm like. It's different. I'm not making fun of you. I don't care what you do. You ain't hurting me. But I have to I have to let a little chuckle out. I mean, look at me. I'm a dude with no socks on, stinky shoes, sweaty feet, dirty blue jeans, a t-shirt, and a cowboy hat. A felt cowboy hat. A felt cowboy hat in summertime. 102 degrees. And I don't care. Mm. I'm just me. I'm unapologetic about it. You you're, be you. You're very yeah. Margaritaville today. I let I let yeah. people laugh at me. I do what I do so people can laugh at me. That's kind of that was my reply to that on the if I got to be the blunt of somebody's joke, go ahead. Yeah, don't care. Yeah. The the blunt of somebody's joke. Yeah. Blunt. You mean like, the brunt? But the, right there, the blunt. But. He took brunt and blunt. butt and made it the blunt. Go ahead, make fun of me, Jennings. You want to go there? Are you going to get me some health advice? (laughs) (laughs) See how quickly he internalized that. Yeah, right. See, sensitive, sensitive. I've always said I'm super sensitive. Okay. Okay. We're going to have to have a hug session. Yeah. Hang tight. Right back. That's gross. Oh, boy, howdy. Watch chat.com where all the fun stuff is. Um, I was talking to somebody over the weekend and, and, and talking about this cancel culture thing, and, and they were wanting to run for a city council. I think it was a city council position. And they were like, I can't do it because my son is in a movie where he plays a Nazi. And she, they were catching flack for what her son played in a role. I'm like, Really? Really? Did he play him as a sympathetic character? <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> like, because otherwise. I mean, yeah. Is he a Nazi now? <laughs> <laughs> did he, like, take on the role? Yeah, right. Did he internalize you know, did he, it? <laughs> did, did he really, you know, like, internalize the thing and become yes, that character? Yes. You know, I, that, this, uh, anyway. That's Can you imagine an actor turning down a role because he's going to be a Nazi? Right. That's so Don't dumb. do it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're going to be in Spring, Texas on Thursday night at Sawyer Park Ice House. The Ragamuffins coming to town. Party Foul Steve will be there as well. We're going to be rocking and rolling. And then, of course, we've got the Boots and Troops Gala, uh, Boots for Troops Gala on Saturday night there in the Woodlands. Come, uh, come hang out with us there as well. Raise money for a great cause and have a fun night with us at the Woodlands Resort. Uh, anyway, going uh, to be rocking and rolling. We've got a lot of shows coming up across Texas, especially for the rest of the year. We've got a lot of Texas dates 
uh, Abilene, Lubbock. Uh, you, we've got a ton of stuff we're planning. So come check us out, hang out with us. Watchchad.com has all the information and uh, maybe pick up a shirt while you're there. Subscribe to blazetv.com slash Chad. Go to our our podcast are offered. Leave us a good rating and a review. Five stars is all we take. And uh, we will see you tomorrow for Hump Day. It's Tuesday. Get a taco. Love you. Bye.